Greetings and salutations to our fine podcast audience. Welcome to Three Peas in a Pod, episode 193. We made it. Made it. I thought for a second there you weren't going to get the name out. This, really? there, was a t- you, there was a tiny little pause. Losing faith in me. <laughs> well, I just thought. Well, I, I will say over the past several weeks that we have you know got the name and all that stuff, it, I have to think more. Ah. With the intro. Okay. Before, I could just sort of just, just roll a routine. Tongue, you had a routine. You know? yeah. Now I have to think about it. So I'm hoping that over the next few weeks, it will become more natural. To I me. will say I have now listened to the intro on several just to see how it's done. And you enjoy that, huh? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> the music still is like, and I like that uh, Charlie's doing the editing, and you can still hear the music fading out as you begin to talk, yes. and mm-hmm. I'm like, I, so professional. It, I, I, that part I really like how it's edited. I just the music still is just not my good choice of music, but that's okay. Keep it up, Charlie. That's okay. You stay right on it, man. That's okay. Just, just keep on, it. keep at it. You're yeah, doing a good job. Exactly. I agree with that. I that's agree right. with all of that. That's Three right. P's in a pod. Yeah. I meant to ask you this last week, but I don't know when this uh, episode is going to drop. Um, but as we record today, so I'm going to allow Ed to be uh, what he always wanted to be. <laughs> Get into prophecy. <laughs> and as we record this, uh, the playoffs start tomorrow. They do. And, the wild card. Uh, the wild card round. For those of you that don't know. Yes. Well, that for me, it's all that matters. But <laughs> I know not everybody's that in that headspace. So, um, chances that the Braves go to and uh, win the World Series? Uh, they have a better chance than most. Think so? <laughs> yes. Okay. But They have a better chance than me. <laughs> they certainly than all the teams that were eliminated yesterday. Yes. Yeah. But you know, baseball playoffs are not always about the best team. That is. They're true. about whoever you know. Because I heard a stat on MLB Network last night that disturbs me. Uh oh. That for the past and I can't remember. I'm going to guess somewhere around ten years or so. It was a long period of time. Uh, the team that clinched the division first got put out of the first round in the mm. first round. That well, doesn't encourage me one day. It doesn't, but, you know, none of that really matters. It's all – it's a year-by-year thing. Mm-hmm. So here's what I'm, I'm going to predict. Okay. Braves are going to win the World Series. Wow. In five games. Hey, that's pretty optimistic, though. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm a pretty optimistic guy. Right. All right. All right. That's what I think. Nathan, I know you hate baseball, so you want to comment on on that whatsoever? Nope. Did not know the Braves were in the playoffs. Ah, I figured that. <laughs> so there you go. The NBA, this is a really good time of year, you know. Football's and mm-hmm. That's swing. right. You got football, baseball, and basketball. Um, baseball's certainly. at its yeah. proper well, place. If you're a baseball fan, this is the best. This is the best. I love playoffs. NBA is starting spr- mm-hmm. their, their training. Mm-hmm. I almost said spring training, but that's baseball. No. That's right. Uh, so they're they're getting ready. End of summer, fall training. Yeah, yeah. whatever you. Just call their it. preseason. That's right. Starting. That's right. Okay. So it's a good time. It's a good time for and, the, uh, uh, sports fans. Yeah, and uh, we have a. I think gonna your be wife a- predicted to me that Georgia was going to lose. I'm just going to say that. Really? I'm gonna call her out on the phone on the phone on this pod that your wife predicted. She doesn't listen to. <laughs> so she won't know that you called her out. Yeah, I know that. She said Georgia is going to lose. Well, you know. Georgia might have already lost when, yeah. when this comes out. That's true. Um, they haven't lost in over 600 days. I know. Wow. But it's coming. I believe it's coming. So I, they well, currently have an undefeated season is what you're saying? They had two undefeated seasons. No, not quite. We oh, lost, that's right. The The first national championship year we lost in an SEC championship. Mm-hmm. But since that lost Alabama in the SEC championship in 2020, I just we heard, haven't lost. I, 2021, wow. wasn't it? 21. Yeah. I just, I just heard it was 600 and something days. Yes. twenty. Yeah. 
So, so that's an impressive statistic. But my prediction is, I think, pretty foolproof to say that one day they're going to lose. They're definitely going to lose at okay. some point. And as a Bulldog fan, I'm just preparing for that day. <laughs> this sad day. We have a fun question today. That fun. has nothing to do with sports. Hey. Yeah. My, uh, Nathan's real excited. Hey. Um, and I think, from what I can tell in this question, that it is someone uh, outside of our kind of church bubble here who has found the podcast. Hello, wherever you're from, whoever you are. Uh, I'll just read the question as it. Now, there are some emojis in the question. So you I can't throw them in. I can't read you the emojis. You don't need to interpret those for me because I, I don't really always I, get emojis. Do you know how to interpret emojis? I don't. I, I don't. People will send me I emojis. Don't that's the part that's nuts to me. I would feel like you would do better with like a visual <laughs> language of emojis. Well, you see the person's face. You see the facial expression. You go, oh, I get that. I Yeah. Well, sometimes emojis are just confusing to me. Okay. Me too. Me okay. Too. It's like that. You've seen the commercials where the people are becoming their parents. Yeah. You know, and, and they're trying to explain emojis. Yeah, to I, the that's the way I am a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a little you that way. You sound like that. I okay. am that way. All right. So I'm going to read the question as it's written. And uh, some of it is just amusing to me. So Good. here it is. Hey, I'm 26 and just got into ministry. Good for you. And then there's this. Yes. Pray, pray, praise hands. Stop. I don't know. That's praise hands? <laughs> that means, praise hands. That's that, praise hands. That means okay. back up. <laughs> We're showing our age here, but Nathan's going to rescue us. All right. So I just got into ministry. A buddy shared the pod. It's freaking awesome. Awesome. I'm so glad you think we're freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. I want to be clear. The podcast is awesome. He didn't say anything about us. <laughs> Nathan, you just crushed wow. my soul. You just crushed my soul. Wow. The podcast is not an extension of us as people. Okay. It exists wow. beyond us. Wow. wow. I was trying to be freaking awesome, Ed. No, I, you don't no. get to have it. You don't get to have it. Nathan just stole it. If he would like or she would like to, does he say he or she? Doesn't say he or she. Okay. She or he. Would I'm like going to say so far, this is not a lady. I don't know. Praise hands is very much also Could a lady thing. thing. Oh, be. yeah. Could be. We'll see. We'll get to the end of the question, and we should not. Let's keep assuming more things. No. <laughs> okay. So, podcast. Freaking Go back awesome. and read the whole thing from the beginning. I'm 26, just got into ministry. A buddy shared the pod. It's freaking awesome. I got a task for you. There are three of you from totally diff generations. Not different. <laughs> diff generations. Diff. All with your unique ministry vibes. There's another word. I'm curious. What's that one golden nugget you drop on a young gun like me who's all in for ministry life Till the end. And then the, the final emoji is. That's <laughs> the question. Is that a question? Is that what it is? That's the question. Yeah. It's I think, I think on at least on my phone, if you type in like hmm, like H M M M, that's what comes okay. up as a potential. Well, there you go. It's 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 the curious. Curious emoji. Mm-hmm. All right. So I get it. I'd like I to say, it. first of all, that was a great question. Hello, Sawyer. <laughs> <laughs> so Ed thinks it's our uh, youth minister Sawyer who is pranking us. Maybe not. I'll tell you this much: I know for sure who does not listen to this podcast since he had to be in the room based on his job requirements. Sawyer. Sawyer. Yes. I can tell you who is not listening to this podcast. So do y'all understand the question? I do. I, 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 I understand, and I had two emojis explained to me. So I want to. I want to say this doesn't mean back up. 
I want to say this before I, I want to say this before we even get into I'm, it. Whoever sent this, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you that for letting us gift. laugh at that you. That was a long. gift, right? There. I do want to say if you know you're you're 26, you're in ministry. That yeah. is awesome. We do it not is. have enough 26 year olds we in ministry. Oh, that is free. Uh, we are examples of this. Yes, I am are. by far not 20. I'm not 26, but mm-hmm. anytime I go to any meeting. Um, of any ministers, I am the youngest person in the room by at least 15 years. And yeah. uh, Well, and this person's certainly going to find out that uh, they're going to be that way for a long, long time because oh, sure. there just aren't many people in their generation that, mm. I mean, less than there has been in this country in a long time. There just aren't many people. Mm-hmm. So Chris, good for you. Good and for you. We're proud of you. Yeah, any way we can help, mm-hmm. we're willing to help. Yes. So, what was the question again? I'm dropping golden, golden nuggets. nuggets. Golden nuggets. Drop that golden nugget, and Give it to us. Uh, I need to think about this for a minute because I got distracted totally by all the other things. So y'all, y'all can start Nathan, if you want to. Nathan, and then, do you have a golden nugget? Well, for I was going. I had. Gal, I had a gallon ministry. I had a golden nugget. For I think people it was your youngest to but, oldest. But now, now I'm a little nervous to give it to you. But uh, I'll say mine is: you need to have people uh, who are older than you and wiser than you that uh, can build into you. Uh, It has been invaluable to me. I started in professional ministry when I was 20. Coming up, I wasn't 21 yet, so I was 20. Uh, I could could not legally drink, but they trusted the the lives of about 150 students to me. So, uh, and I think it has just been invaluable to me to have people uh, who are older than me, who have been through things that I haven't, uh, that can um, just guide me along the way. And so uh, I think, and, and as much as I can, even with my, with my limited experience at this point, uh, I'm trying to do that for, for some guys who are younger than me that are trying to figure it out. And so I think um, there's a benefit. And I do think you mentioned on in your question, having people of multiple generations, I yeah. found mm-hmm. that to be helpful, not just having uh, you know, a 60-year-old built into you, uh, but having people in between, you know, people who are at different things. And then to just remember um, that your position within the community is a blessing. Um, and uh, it is a sign that people have seen something in you. So I don't want to take that away from you, but it is not a sign that you are somehow above anybody else. Mm. Um, you have some kind of gifting that somebody has seen um, and, uh you know, I think God does call you into ministry, but I think other people also call you into ministry and people see things in you and say, hey, you should do this. And so realizing it's a blessing, but that uh, you are just as much a part of the community as anybody else. And uh, having that being submitted to the community as a whole. Uh, and so that's a beneficial, easy way, I should say, to get people who are older than you to influence you. If you realize I am both, I just had a conversation with a guy who was younger today about this, that you are spiritually parenting people who may be farther along in their spiritual walk than mm. you. Uh, but that's not because that's not because you know something they don't. It's because you can see something they don't. You that's sit right. in a different position. Yeah. Yeah. And so you can see something that they may not be able to see. Mm-hmm. Um but you, are, I'm still submitted to them as a brother yeah. or sister in Christ. So, just yeah. I think that's mine. Be submitted yeah. to the community and to people who are older than you. So. This is not my golden nugget, as, as a, but you made me think of something there, Nathan, that I wanted to sort of piggyback off of. Is um, I, I think it's important. I'll say this: it's been important for me. <laughs> it's been my experience in doing ministry now for uh, almost three decades. Um, 
to have, have been planted somewhere long enough for people like that mm-hmm. that you just described to know me well enough to be able to speak into my life and mm-hmm. to and to walk that journey with me. Um, I see so many guys that I graduated Bible college with go into ministry, gals and guys both, um, that never stayed long enough any one place to have any kind of deep soulish relationships with other Christians uh, farther along than them that they had any any right or any ability to speak into their life. Mm-hmm. And I think that was to their detriment mm-hmm. in the end. So for me, it, that, what you just talked about, Nathan, um, I got to experience that by planting myself here at this church. And I was blessed. I mean, I really was to, to be here and, and um, to do this with, with people um, that I've done it so long with. And that has been, that's been huge for me. I'll just say that. So I, I, I agree mm-hmm. with your your golden nugget. Yeah, I think the community <laughs> aspect is a huge yeah. part of it. And we kind of talked about this in the last episode about the Bible too. Yeah. Um, and you know, do you have to have all this knowledge or whatever to interpret the Bible? I think the role of a pastor um, within the church body is not to ultimately be, you know, the authority over everything or to even have all the right knowledge about things. But, you know, someone at some point, depending on what, you know, kind of ministry you're in, someone saw something in you and said, hey, we trust you to do this, right? We trust Mm -hmm. you to, to, to remind us of the truths of Scripture, sometimes to challenge us with the truth of Scripture. And I think there's a benefit to people like scholars who they're not outside the church, but they're not pastoring a church. And they're just saying, what does the text say, right? And what do we know from historical criticism? But there's also the benefit of the pastor and the minister who can take that knowledge, right, from someone else, apply it to the scriptures, and then look at the people that are in their community and say, what do they need to know for today? What do they need to know? Um, And I think being planted in a community is mm. is so beneficial. Yeah. Um, and having yeah. really a history and knowing those people yeah. over time is, is such a blessing. Mm. That's a good one, man. Thank you for that. Um, I was thinking about what I would say, and um, I, it, I think what I want to say comes down to one quote that I found not too long ago that has, has been sitting with me for a while. I and I, I have a, I don't know if y'all can see this, but I brought it up on my phone. I have a file that I've been keeping in my notes hmm. app. When I hear something that just, I need, I, I, I see it and I think, I need to think about that for a while. Or hmm. it, it hits me a certain way. I'll, I'll put it into my notes app and then I go back to it and I just kind of marinate on it for mm-hmm. a few weeks. Because so, sometimes I have to. This one um, hit me and it reminded me of something that I'd wish I had known when I was your age, 26. Um, or even younger, I just because w- I didn't get this right in my younger days of ministry. And I'm not saying I have it right now, but I at least am more aware of it. I'll just read you the quote. It's from a pastor in Nashville that I love. Um, listen to his podcast. His name is Mike Erie. Um, and he said this. He said, the invitation is to be faithful rather than effective. Hmm. Nowhere is the church called to do great things for God. Nowhere are people called to do great things for God. God does great things for God, and we are blessed if he invites us into those great things. Mm -hmm. When I was starting out in ministry, 
I had the idea that that was my job was mm-hmm. to do great things for God. And the negative uh, result of that mindset for me became that the great things that wound up happening around me, I thought were about me. Mm. And the not great things that happened around me were also about me. Yeah, In other right. words, I got my own ego and I got my own uh, mental health and my own self-worth tied to what I was able to accomplish or not accomplish in God's in God's world, in God's church. Mm-hmm. And so when ministry was up, I was up. And when it was down, I was down. And everything, ultimately, it was a self-focused way to, to do ministry. And it became, and, and it led me into the darkest hole of my personal life emotionally. And I had to go get some help for my mental health because of it. Mm-hmm. And um, I wished before then I had understood that God never called me to be effective. He was calling me to be faithful. Mm-hmm. And if I could keep my eye on the faithful ball, mm-hmm. use my baseball metaphor, mm-hmm. um, I, I would have been much better off personally. And what I now realize is the people that I was leading would, would have been better off too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so whatever that sounds like to you, um, I'd say sit on that for a little bit because I know what it means to me. Um, my my focus on being effective was not healthy. I'll just say that. Yeah, I agree with that. I certainly had a lot of that when I was younger as well. Yeah. And still, I, I think I still fight with that to some degree. I do too. Of, I do too. Of uh, feeling bad when things don't go the way I think they should go, or I didn't do the best that I think I should do. And mm-hmm. often when I think about what, when I measure... I didn't do the best I could do. It's almost always result oriented, not that I didn't do the best job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I also get that thing of, well, if we're not doing, you know, if it's not bigger, better, more effective, then somehow, you know, we're doing God a disservice or, mm-hmm. you know, we're doing something wrong necessarily. Mm-hmm. That's right. And um, I, I've, I've backed off of that over the years and, and understood that, God's like 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 that quote said. God's going to do great things for God, right? And sometimes I get to participate in those things. Sometimes it's some somewhere else, and someone else gets to participate in, right. in those great things. And those great things are wherever they happen. If it's in the body of Christ, it's equal, mm-hmm. and I should rejoice either way. That's mm-hmm. right, you know, and be happy that I get to play my part. Well, you know, and the, the problem with effectiveness is that uh, I'm almost always measuring it too quick yep. and uh, my goal is too short-sighted. And for a lot of mine was about my lifespan mm-hmm. and then this idea of I want to make sure I, and this is where you get as you get older, of, I want to make sure the legacy looks right, that it's long-term. And the fact is, I'm not caught I'm not called to have any legacy. There's no, no there's no legacy Mm-mm. attached to my mm-hmm. life that no. I mean the fact is it's Jesus I want people to yes. remember, mm-hmm. you know, and but you get caught up into I want to me- they'll be able to measure my effectiveness at the end of my life. Well, yeah. you know, that's that's neither that's not that's not even true. Mm-mm. Uh, you know. Yeah. I and I carry around that I know the truth of that, but it does get goofy in my head and 
Yeah. Uh, so I, that's a really good one too. I've had to redirect mm-hmm. a whole bunch of time in my life. Yeah. I think both of these guys have said things that I would also say. I, I remember something that was said. Uh, I didn't say this uh, at the ordination, but I was at a, doing an ordination for a young man years and years ago. And another guy was also speaking. And one of the things he said that uh, I'll use this quote and then get where I want to be. Uh, he said to the young guy, you know, one of the important things I can say to you about ministry is you're, you're going to have to eat crow you didn't cook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, That's good. Uh, he's, and uh, the tough part for me in early days, and this goes to part of the thing of effectiveness and yeah. not submitting to th- uh, pride has been the issue that gets in the way of almost all the good that God has wanted to do in my life and in every area. And that my life, it, the quicker you can deal with the pride in your life and just continually submit, this is not about me, mm-hmm. it's not for me. Yep. I'm trying to serve the body of Christ for Jesus. I am a pastor who is not tending my sheep. This isn't my church. It's not my ministry. These aren't my people. Mm -hmm. These are Jesus people. And so uh, I'd say about probably four or five years ago, I started, I used to, I used to sit on the front row when I was going to speak and I just go, Oh God, help me do a good job. I want to do a good job. I just want to do a good job. I just want to do a good job so I can represent you well. But in the truth, what I wanted to do a good job is so people thought I did a good job. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and the way you measure whether you did a good job or not is either by how many people respond or how many people talk to you after or where the church grows or people come back and all those kind of things. And um, I started about five years ago, just started praying, God, I just want to love the people you bring here today as well as I can. Uh, whatever needs to be said or done or not said or done. I just want to love the people that you have in front of me today as well as I can because the whole thing that God has given is just this opportunity that I get to show up and I get to represent him to a group of people. And for me, the blessing has been that I get to represent the same group of people, you know, that for 30 something years. Well, that's a huge one. It's just an incredible privilege to uh, be with the same people for basically my whole adult life. It's just Mm -hmm. been to uh, see people born and see them grow up and eventually see some of them have kids and, you know, be with them the whole time and watch them grow in Christ and then get to watch me grow in Christ and us stand back and go, man, you're not at all like you used to be. And they they mean that in such a good way. They don't mean it as a bad comment on the things in the past because they loved me back then too. Yeah. So I would encourage you, uh, deal with your pride because most of the things I've noticed with people who wind up burning out in ministry, um, it, it comes down to we can't get ourselves out of the way of what God wants to do through us. And so mm-hmm. we wind up frustrated and there are hurts that's going to come. You're just going to have to, you're yes. just going to have to deal with the fact that mm-hmm. we serve a suffering Savior and uh, he's called us to, you know, die a little bit every day, take up our cross. Mm-hmm. But we're doing it for his people, to love his people better, and to give your life for the people God's called you to as long as the people will allow you to stay. And uh, if there's not some great big 
doctrinal tragedy that comes in and you have to just be forced out or uh, just give your life to the people of God wherever you're called to as long as you can. It is a long, long stinking journey in one direction, but you get to my age and it is a credible benefit that you got to spend it with the same people. Yeah, I love that comment you made because I'm. that's the other part of being here and plant, being planted here for so long is Ed's right. I mean, none of us are the same person mm-hmm. that we were when we started out on this journey. Mm-hmm. And thank God for that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I remember you talk about eating crow you didn't cook. One of the things that I remember as a, because I started out in youth ministry when I was in my 20s. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember I could not bring myself to take hardly take responsibility for something that I didn't have anything to do with. Mm-hmm. And there were, you know, there were always parents upset about mm-hmm. something and somebody, something didn't go right. And I remember in those days, my first response was, well, that wasn't my fault. That just happened. Or, mm-hmm. you know, so somebody dropped the ball and, you know, that's just the way that goes. And because I was constantly in his pride, it was image management. It was, mm-hmm. I don't want anybody to think that I messed up. Right. Mm-hmm. And I remember that, I don't know if somebody around here just it finally sunk into me. It's okay to just say, you know what? That's right. We screwed mm-hmm. up and I'm sorry. Yeah. And and I didn't have anything to do with it. And I remember the first time I did that, I walked away from that and, and it just sort of I think the Holy Spirit just said, See, that didn't kill you. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. You are just fine. And you can keep doing that. And it's okay that whatever that person might have needed in that time, you just love them. Like you said, right. just love them. You know, say you're sorry even if you didn't cause it and just just be humble about it. Mm-hmm. And the more I realized that <laughs> it wasn't gonna, it wasn't gonna hurt me to be that way. I've learned, okay, it, I'm secure enough. God still loves me. I, yep. you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just gonna be who I am. Yeah. And stop managing what I think people need to see. Mm-hmm. I will say to you that that too, what we just said, is not a. Uh, Clever method for effectiveness. No. <laughs> no. You, you being willing to say to people, hey, I'm sorry, yeah. uh, we screwed up, will not make them suddenly be happy with you. Mm-mm. It will no. not make them decide that Mm-mm. they should go over your head and talk to, bad about you. Uh, I'm, we're not giving you nuggets <laughs> of how to uh, yeah. make the church love you and you suddenly become the next hot thing. Uh, mm-hmm. There probably are people who can do that. We, we have just There's a lot of conferences <laughs> you can go for. Yeah. That. But that just isn't, that isn't what we're talking about. If yeah. you want us, if you, the call that you felt to go into ministry that has you where you are at 26, if you want that to be the same, when you get to be my age, which I'll be 64 this month. It, and I feel just as passionate. I love the church probably more now than I did when I became a Christian. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want that to be the same, you're just going to have to believe that Jesus was right when he said, hey, if anybody wants to follow me, they're going to have to take up their cross. You're going to have to die a little bit to yourself. And eventually that's okay. You don't mind because you serve someone who died for you and you just continually give your life away and loving the people that God puts in front of you. And it's it's an incredibly good life. Mm. All right. There are the golden nuggets. I guess so. They might not be golden, I, but they're back up. <laughs> uh, yeah, send more emojis or, so that we can educate Ed. Mm. Yeah, those are fun. Those are real fun. So, all right. 
As always, we still are uh, getting to our list of questions, but we are still taking them. So uh, make sure you send them in if you have something else that you want us to talk about. Link is in the description. Send it anonymously or let us know who you are, however you want to do that. And we'll be back next week. So until then. You just unconsciously, heck, you did praise it. Praise <laughs> Got it. Till next week. <laughs>